everybody, and welcome back to Writing the Rapids, the show where I, Joe Balecki, talk to writers about writing, and very often those writers have been recommended to me by writers who have previously been on the show. Unless, of course, they themselves have already previously been on the show and they've written something new, then it's a rejoinder episode, which is what this is. Ava Hoffman returns to talk about her new book, Love Poems, Smallness Studies. It's out from Inside the Castle. Ava Hoffman is a poet and writer currently living and working in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. A visual poet, her experimental and multimodal work concerns itself with transqueer history, Marxism, and the frustrated desire inherent to encounters with the literary archive. This episode was recorded as part of a live stream, the first annual Writing the Rapids live stream, and I have a special co-host for this one. Persephone Aaron Hudson is a horror-slash-weird fiction writer, performer, and deer in headlights with an impact kink. She's the author of Two Dead Horses Beating Each Other Off Forever, Bird Brains Puts the Dog to Sleep and Other Memories, and Dearly Beloved, all of which can be found for free on Gumroad and on itch.io in the near future. It is currently working on the grind horror folktale Do Not Fuck With The Old Bitch Who Nurses The Rabbit, completing hard times at the Aprostate Crater, and finding hope as the dying empire of Atlantis sinks into the sea and tries to take us all with it. If you would like to help support the show so that we can get to a second annual Writing the Rapids birthday stream, you can support us on patreon.com slash noisemakerjoe. You could throw a one-time donation over at paypal.me slash noisemakerjoe, or you could buy my book. It's called Tired, and it's available on Amazon. Now, without further ado, let's get into our conversation with Ava. I think every time you're on the show, I'm going to need to open with, so how do we say the name of your book now? <laughs> uh, so the I just call the book um, Love Poems, Smallness Studies, although, of course, Love Poems is crossed out. And right. There's a slash between them. But I just say the words involved. Okay. Uh, Great. Because it's, I'm, I'm not going to be a, a freakazoid who's like, Love poems crossed out slash smallest studies. <laughs> cool. But yeah. All right. So I'm, all of my titles are cursed, though. Yes. <laughs> As God intended. Um, <laughs> this is the second book I've read this year that has instructions in it, which I, mm. uh, again, super wild. Two is not a huge number, but. Um, Considering none of these, neither of these two books are puzzle books or uh, Sudoku or anything like that, the fact that I read two books this year that have instructions in them is is just bonkers to me. Um, and I found that I enjoyed how the rules kind of became less strict uh, as as the bulleted list uh, went down. Yeah, so, yeah, with this book, it sort of has these instructions about sort of with uh, Smallness Studies, um, I kind of, yeah, I sort of instruct the reader to, like, mark up the book because there's these huge margins, right? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and it's kind of related to sort of in that, the period of time that I wrote that book, I was sort of in this like state where I was just like wanting to like write on every surface. Um, uh, like, you know, like I, I did a bunch of like paintings at the same time that I wrote this book. Um, yeah, and it was just like, 
I was a lot of thinking about the compulsion to write and the compulsion to make art. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wanted to inflict that experience on uh, the reader, right? Um, and to sort of ask them to participate in the book. That's something I'm always really interested in, trying to get people to be participants in the work. Um, and it sort of was a natural sort of thought from like, because the, poem, the poems I was writing were these really like, I mean, as you can probably, probably see in the book that these like dense little three inch by three inch squares. And then there's sort of like a normal book page margin around them. Um, And it sort of already was sort of inviting that sort of uh, participation, right? Um, I I just sort of like how it um, asks people to, I don't know, get over like... uh, their ideas about the distance between reader and writer, right? <laughs> um, yeah, um, and it does sort of get less. Uh, like I, 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 I tell um, the, the reader what I want, but I'm like, hey, you know, it's your fucking book, so I can't make you do this. Yeah. <laughs> and I understand some people will feel bad <laughs> if they write on the book, right? Um, yeah, and I really I really appreciate, or like, what I'm really glad I, I did in the book is sort of at the end be like, hey, when you mark up the book, <laughs> feel free to send it to me uh, or pictures of it to me. Um, and I give my actual email address <laughs> in the book. Um, yeah, and I think that is great. It's, it's great to have that email address attached to this book. It's a perfect combination. <laughs> uh, this is the book where I threaten several billionaires. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's plausible deniability. The words on the page are are mixed up and, and arranged in such a way that I think in a court of law, you could say there's reasonable evidence to conclude that that's not necessarily uh, what the book is saying. <laughs> Your Honor. Like, I, don't, I don't intend the book to be read or interpreted in any sort of semantic way. You're just supposed to each, read each word isolated and there's no connection. <laughs> right. And that's how most reasonable people read books, right? Like, it's just, like, word after word, but there's no connection. It's just, like... Yeah, Yeah, that's how people actually read books. (laughs) That's how I read them, anyway. Oh, same. The instructions bit is is interesting to me. I was thinking the other day about, like, certain anti-novels where they, like, tell you to rip pages out of the book. And, um certain inside the castle texts where the words go into the gutter such that if I wanted to read the book, I'd have to destroy it. Right? Like if I wanted to read every single word in here, I'd have to tear the book apart and then I might be out of luck and the pages are glued together in a way that just destroys the words anyway. And I was thinking about like, what would it take for me to actually participate in a book like that? Uh, Because obviously I read the book digitally um, but we'll eventually have a physical copy of it. 
and like will i write over it will i give it to my child who will be born in a few months and just like as soon as i can grab a pen just be like here you go here's ava's book i need you to annotate this for me please don't read some of these words or at least don't use them in school eventually because you will be kicked out but uh you know go for it champ <laughs> um and like I actually don't know like what it would take for me to do more than put post-it notes in a book like I, I, I don't know it it makes me very uncomfortable it's not how I like to read I don't like to annotate while I read I have a hard time doing it um even on stuff that I print out like I'm reading a thing now that like has me writing on it and it feels bad <laughs> um <laughs> But I also, like, need to, to keep my thoughts straight on it. And, I don't know, I, participation is one thing, but, um, you know, like, actively putting your hands in the clay and, and churning it around is another thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's partially that there's this sort of preciousness about the book, right? People are like, I don't know, people get, like, it's, it's I don't know, people are weird about physical media in my opinion like people are like you're playing your record on the wrong record player or uh, <laughs> I would never ever dog ear my book <laughs> to mark the page right that sort of shit um, which, is, which you know I think in some sense it's interesting that there's sort of reverence for physical media in that way but I'm also just like 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 some of the most precious some of the most precious and interesting preserved historical texts were like like just like thrown <laughs> like in like we're used as a chopping board. I've, we've talked about this previously but mm -hmm. we're just like used as absolute like gar for garbage reasons right <laughs> um, um and i'm kind of interested in sort of physical objects sort of being living things that transform over time i think our idea of the book is like a single stable thing is uh trying to deny the fact that the meaning of the text sort of is changing even as it is existing, right? So, I mean, um, we're asking, like, with your participation with it, I mean, you, you don't even have to, um, you know, uh, you don't, it doesn't even have to be annotating the book, right? Like, I rec one of the things I recommend is just use it, use the margins to test whether or not your pens are working, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Um, and maybe that will bother you too, but just this point that like a book is a like a bunch of sheets of paper, right? I don't know. I feel it's like, I don't know. You have all these sheets of paper now. You should use them mm -hmm. for something mm -hmm. instead of letting mm -hmm. them sit pristine after you're done. You know, I don't know. Maybe this is a weird me thing. Um, it's also, I want to say that it's also explicitly an invitation for other people to remix the work or to... Mm -hmm. Um, do their own work with it, right? I think I outright say, uh, yeah, you can, if you make a piece of art with this, using a, a page from the, the book or do, doing this, uh, you're, you, you know, the, bo the book is public domain, right? <laughs> right. Um, so, or not like, it's like some kind of creative commons license. I don't know, but I'm like, I'm not, yeah, as long as you just tell me about it, I'll, I'll be chill. <laughs> um, yeah, so 
it's definitely, you know, I understand it's not for everyone. One, my partner is one of those people who um, would never, ever do what I instruct uh, people to do in the book, which is, which is why I sort of say just the fact that it's sort of existing with you as a material object, that itself is a kind of writing. Um, and I just at least want you to be sort of aware of that dynamic when you're reading the book. Because a lot of the book is about art making, mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the things about you that I noticed and and have been kind of looking for when I first became aware of, of your work was that you describe your work, um, among other things, as Marxist. And... Uh, I, I I got, you know, the frustration with capitalism and the fact that, like, most of these pages say that they're, like, sponsored at some point. <laughs> and, and um, <laughs> like, just the fact that it, it was like watching a YouTube video, you know? Just, like, every couple of pages, it's like, here's an ad! <laughs> you know? Like, right in the middle of a thought, this thing is, is sponsored by. And it... Um, I mean, the whole book is is just um, wild and manic, and um, every once in a while on 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 Twitter or, or other places, people will talk about like, do you like sound the words out in your head while you're reading, or do you just like take in the word or whatever? Like, I had several voices <laughs> in my head competing with each other because like it's hard to tell at some points what words I'm supposed to be reading when and whatnot Mm -hmm. and um i mean it's a little english high school class to be like and that's what living in the information age is like but (laughs) you know it's also not not that yeah so yeah the advertising thing it it it, it, that did come about because where i was kind of thinking about yeah i was kind of very different era uh i was thinking about these things i was thinking about geez what if like poetry and art started using sort of the uh exploitative business practices that that other popular media do this is before i knew about nfts Um, (laughs) simpler time um and and so i'm sorry if so something I was like thinking about is that it would be so cool and also cursed, which apparently all I'm trying to do is make really cursed shit. But um, I thought it would be really interesting to have like a poem interrupted by an advertisement, right? <laughs> and uh, doing that a lot, right? I mean, I, I mean, there's there's explicitly like a lot of YouTube imagery in like you comparing it to a YouTube video is accurate. Right. Mm-hmm. I think I include, even include like the, um, the, the old like video loading mm-hmm. <laughs> video yeah. as, as an image. Um, it's also the like dislike bar <laughs> at one point. Um, yeah. And there's definitely this dynamic. It is sort of about information age, you know, quote unquote. Right. And I think it's it's sort of it is kind of about how you know the internet is this weird big inter- interactive nightmare 
text, right? Um, uh, and that which itself is sort of interactive, right? And, and trying to sort of depict what that feels like and, and things. I think it's also, there's sort of a connection with um, sometimes with sort of the world and like the way the world is, like is talking to you, right? It like, I mean, and especially I think um, a lot of the time in my head, right, when I think about something that I'm doing or a way that I'm presenting myself or behaving, right? At the same time, I'm like thinking about like two or three different perspectives that's like someone that is not me would sort of think about that. Oftentimes they're negative ones because I have a bunch of maladaptive <laughs> <laughs> thought patterns, but um, you know, things like, uh, you know, uh, this sort of continual like judging, interrupting, rewriting. Um, also probably reflective of the, the really hardcore attention deficit disorder I have that I just, that I uh, got diagnosed for a year after. <laughs> oh. um, so there's a little bit of that too. I think a lot of um, that, th that whole book was sort of written in a very strange period of sort of mental and physical disturbance. Right. I also had this thing where like my, like I had like this like nerve pain, right. For like, the three months I was writing the book and then it eventually went away. I don't really know why it came about and why it went away. I have theories, but it's just like randomly, uh, it was sort of this mentally and physically draining experience, right? It was just like, I, I was like, am I, am I going to be like this forever? Am I dying? You know, <laughs> um, it is very, Nervous system is very strange. <laughs> um, yeah. have you had a chance to read this yet? Have you had? Uh, I haven't read the full book yet, okay. but um, you, you sent me. I th I think while you were writing it, you sent me a, a, a PDF of the uh, a PDF of it. I th I th think I think it was I think it was Smallness Studies and Love Poems. Um, and I really loved it. Like, I mean, um, I'm not sure if I'm not sure if you know this or not, but I have your tap uh, the tapestry, the 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 uh, glory to Sodom. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's right above my bed. I almost I almost used that <laughs> as the background for the only reason I didn't was because the light is slightly better out here. But like, <laughs> I, I I oh my gosh, <laughs> adore your work and like um, <laughs> what I what I <laughs> of course and and what I've read of of. Uh, what, what I've read of uh, love poems, small the studies, I really loved. I like remember I was like reading it on the bus, like on my phone and like a PDF, like on the way back home from work. And I think I initially like I think I like lost track of it both because of ADHD and because work was just like piss miserable at the time. And it just kind of like obliterated my life. Um, but I love your work and like I love the way that you play with language, not just as like an expressive not not just as an expression but as like a, a tactical or um, tactile there we go not tactical tactile object um it feels very like it makes a lot of sense to me as somebody with like adhd and like autism and just like 
the ways words kind of loop back into themselves, the ways that like sentences will almost be like like tree branches, like where it'll like have one word that'll branch off into like two or three sentences and like those some of those will kind of loop back into other sentences and it makes a lot of sense to me. It's it makes a lot of sense to me and it's very appealing to me. Yeah, I think I think that's a, a a really great thing to highlight. Yeah, the way in which sort of in my work, language is always sort of looping back into, especially in this piece, um, <laughs> language is really sort of looping back into itself. There's a lot of like dividing and <laughs> um, recombining and things that are sort of happening um, in that book, right? And sort of. Uh, it, yeah, some, sometimes I sort of think of my my work as like maps, almost, you know. Ooh, or, oh, fuck yeah! Or like a diagram, you know, of something. Mm-hmm. I don't know of something unhinged, but <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it, th- there is this way in which it is like it's very interesting whenever I read read back my old work because it really does feel like I'm. It's like a very like. It's like having a graphic representation, like like uh, like having an, an an info sheet on how you were feeling at a certain point in your life, right? Like, <laughs> um, like like, and you know, I, sometimes I read the stuff back, and like, oh my, I said that, like, just put it put it out there like that. Um, I mean, there's even that within the text of the book itself at points too, where you like stuff is crossed off, and you're like, don't read yeah. that. i think i explicitly retract a list of people that i love Mm -hmm. oh yeah i remember that really well now that you mention it yeah um i'm like ah you only get their first the first letters of their name (laughs) (laughs) um and uh yeah yeah sort of a lot of like holding back but then like not holding back and it's like oh you know seeing that process it's it's i don't know it's it's it is mapping a lot of things i guess mm-hmm. psycholo- psychologically i would say that this is pro weirdly this is probably the most lyric or personal set of poems i've ever written <laughs> <laughs> like um and that's sort of maybe weird to say right but it, it but it was like 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 i think these ones especially especially more than bracket ellipsis bracket or sort of like I use the I a lot more, even though like it's sort of hidden beneath a, a, a million layers and things. But it's it it is sort of more directly about me um, in in certain ways that I think are interesting, especially because there's still this sort of like apparently depicting myself is still sort of depicting this really unhinged page structure. I don't know if that made any sense, but- No, it made so um... much sense. So <laughs> like, like so much fucking sense. <laughs> I really get that. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it, it, there's a lot that, I, I wrote that book so quickly, right? For me, um, mm-hmm. it was like, like, and I know partly is because of the, the pages are really small, um, but like I wrote that in like three months, you know, and then, uh, you know, in 2020 <laughs> um, and um, 
right before the pandemic. So that was a, a good sequence of things. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, and I don't know. It, it, it was... It's very open and shut in a way that I feel like most of my other work is not. Because bracket ellipses bracket, you said took quite a while. Five years. Five years. <laughs> yeah. So five years to three months is a complete. I don't know. Is obviously the pages of each work look very different. You know, if you if you shuffled them, I could re. You know, I could sort them into two piles fairly easily. Um, but was like the, the process of arranging the text on the page similar or, or was it, uh, also like a different method of composing? I'm, I'm still using Microsoft word, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, for, uh, page layouts. Um, it, and it was only different in the sense that I knew more about Microsoft word, so I could do more. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, a lot of the stuff in brackets, bracket ellipses bracket is me like discovering, oh, holy shit, there's these things called text boxes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and you can just draw whatever shape you fucking want into the page. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so there's like a little, and then this is sort of like, what other, me like, just like figuring out every single option in Microsoft Word and seeing what I can do with it, right? The mm -hmm. biggest thing that felt different with that for me, besides like not having a really uh, weird and ornate style that I was already, that I was using, right? Um, it, with like formally speaking, it was like the way the letters appear are really sort of unhinged, right? There's like, it's like switching between capitalized, uncapitalized, and then like, also like different sizes like 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 a letter could like change every like like from one letter letter to the next it could be it would it would goes from like lower lower case but made sort of a subscript letter bold to like an italics full size lowercase letter right there's a mm -hmm. lot of stuff like that um which experientially changes the writing a lot um like a tactile way because you have to like manually edit in the middle of words <laughs> mm -hmm. um and i think that created a very different voice than in um uh bracket ellipsis bracket right the, the voice in this book is sort of closer to like the like cartoon criminal that said that sends you like a kidnapping letter made of like letters cut from a magazine right <laughs> like visually looks like that and the voice of that book sounds like that in a lot of ways right because there's also a lot of like I'm 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 gonna steal the property from this specific landlord in my hometown. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, you know it's it's uh, <laughs> uh, it's an interesting sort of yeah. Instead of about the past, it's very much about sort of now. I noticed too. I there don't was. Know, I don't I don't know how much that connected to your question at the end. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, it was a good. It was a good uh, string of words. I noticed um, too. There was like a mimetic quality 
to the work, mm-hmm. right? Like the word you is clearly just the same. I don't know if it was a JPEG or just, you know, font or whatever, but clearly just the same one either stretched or squished and then placed everywhere. Um, um, there were other ones. There's a couple other like shapes that appear an awful lot. Uh, you manage to fit the word come in just about everywhere you can, you can. Um, so did you like go into it with like, I don't know, tropes or themes or, or, you know, that specific idea that like, I want to make sure that I hammer in the, the you a lot. Mm hmm. Yeah, so there's like a couple of uh, different things in uh, that question that were like different things I was thinking about that ended up being related in really great ways. So with sort of some of the mimetic stuff, like the sort of specific shapes, right? There's also like there's a lot of things that get repeated over and over in pages, right? Like um, especially within certain sections, right? Um, there's like a thing with like, I just have a, like a black squares randomly on a lot of pages, right? And oftentimes there'll be an arrow pointing to the black square. And then it, like, it starts with Malevich, who is a visual artist. And then it goes female Levich. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Veyevich or something like that. <laughs> um, uh, so, so there's a lot of things like that, um, uh, uh, and also, uh, <laughs> um, and I was doing that partially because at the time I was doing like a lot of research into like painting and, and visual artists, right? Like, um, they, like a lot of, what I realized is that like a lot of painters they just like paint the same thing over and over yeah. right they just do the same shit over and over and over and it's like a different painting <laughs> yeah. and like and like they do like run it's very weird it's it's like it's kind of like uh a very different sort of arts culture where they where they sort of do like additions almost right mm-hmm. where it's like yeah i'm gonna i have this series of paintings and it's basically the same thing but i just changed the colors right right um, it's partially a product of sort of capitalism's influence on the art market, right? But there's an element of it that I think is really interesting where you sort of doing sort of this rapid, like, because I think if you, like, there's a way in which sort of repeating something over and over Mm -hmm. starts to, like, change, like, you, you, you start to notice it, right? And you start thinking about it. Um, so, I mean, that's sort of part of why I do the repeating images and, and sort of meme concepts a little bit uh, is because um, I was really interested in just like, because I was starting to run into the some, some problems where I was like feeling like I was repeating myself. <laughs> <laughs> like, Capitalism is bad. Capitalism right. is bad, you know. And it's like, well, I have another point I can make, you know. But then it was sort of like, well, what if, what if you sort of take repetition isn't necessarily a bad thing, mm-hmm. especially if you sort of are viewing it from this visual art lens, right? Where, it, where it's sort of you're building a theme, right? Um, so I was playing with that a lot in the poems, a lot, much of the, I mean, explicitly and implicitly 
that book is really influenced by me sort of looking at what painters were doing. Like, I say stuff like Sisyphi, Sia Twombly or whatever, <laughs> right? And um, there's a lot of that shit. And um, it's this, and then with the U specifically, right? Um, it was partially that, right? But it was also partially, I wanted sort of the you, I wanted the reader to feel a distance from the you, from the you right? Like, mm. like, am I the you? Who Who is the you here? Why is the you an icon of a you, right? Um, what is that, what, what is going on there, right? Um, and that's sort of a, maybe a weird recurring theme in the work that I do. Uh, nowadays is that like the you like I just do like weird things where I say where the 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 second person and the first person pronoun there's like a lot of like fucking with what they even do or mean right like I like I, I sometimes I, I write things like uh you're me right mm-hmm. <laughs> right or um and, that, and that's something I've been doing a lot in the poem because I think it's interesting because it's sort of getting at like, like the you I'm like talking about is like not, it's simultaneously me and also the reader and also uh, sort of in a you that is existing outside of any sort of those reference points and is more about the world, right? Like, because mm-hmm. a, a lot of the you is like about, uh, the, the U appears a lot specifically in like the iconography. The, the, the U is an iconography is sort of a, appears sort of alongside with thinking a lot about transphobia. There's a lot of thinking about transphobia in that book. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, um, even sort of pseudo manifestos, <laughs> even, <laughs> um, uh, and um, yeah, it, I think the you. I, I like that it's sort of an accusation, and then also like not an accusation. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of like like it reminds me a bit of how like your work will take one word and branch off and it's kind of like doing that to the to the you itself like what does this mean when you are you and you is me and you is the world and you is all these other things um mm-hmm. and just uh just just one brief thing that kind of harkens back to what you said earlier um i can't i can't remember if it was guillermo del toro who said it but he was like talking about how his movies all kind of rhyme with each other and that what what you were saying really made me think of that, like the ways in which like, because I I also operate very similarly, like works kind of repeat, but they are often like repeating and rhyming with each other and like building meaning over time as well as the meaning they already like have in the like present, whatever that means. Yeah, the the rhyming thing is yeah, is really interesting. Yeah, because I feel like. I have this desire sometimes to have every single thing I do to just be like fully unique and inspire, <laughs> inspired, oh, yeah. you know? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, 
that's sort of really silly <laughs> desire <laughs> to have. It's a bad desire. Um, <laughs> no. Um, uh, and just sort of like actually sort of um, accepting that I have things that I repeat, right? And being like, actually, the the my repetitiousness is maybe part of the value of what I'm doing in some ways, right? Like, uh, yeah. Like, uh, cause that's like a thing in my real life, right? I, I have an mm -hmm. issue sometimes with just repeating terrible stock phrases or like <laughs> words. Like my, like my partner will get really exasperated because I, I ask them a bunch of nonsensical questions and they're all the same nonsensical questions. <laughs> I'm like, what, what like what what would you do if I was a worm? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've said that like probably two hundred times to my partner. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> um, so it's like, well, you know, repetition seems to the repetition of language seems to be just something I'm doing. So mm -hmm. why don't I do it? <laughs> Stop. Uh, I don't know pretending not to have whatever mental bullshit is going on with me <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's it's hard not to right because like under capitalism like as you, as you mentioned earlier like there's this pressure that each thing has to be this like special unique thing but like almost nothing is like i mean on top of the fact that you know there's no original ideas tm but like like every everything the, not, nothing exists in a vacuum like n not rhetorically not symbolically not like in terms of imagery not in terms of like our day-to-day -day lives like i yeah the like the stock phrases thing i i do the same shit to my fiance constantly um we end up getting into bits where we're just like saying really nice loving things but like aggressively like i love you <laughs> I love you, faggot. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. You want to you want to take this outside? You want to say that to my fucking face with your lips? Like, anyway, sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. But... but yeah, absolutely. Though that 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 like intense pressure to like be doing something like particular like to do something unique with a capital u which is very funny to me because i think the work that you do is so unique i don't think there's anybody doing work like you do i've never seen anyone do the things that you do with words on a page and it's like constantly inspiring um and so it's like unique in that way like it's what, what you're doing is incredibly fucking unique and like specific and like very interesting and like um but yeah there's that desire or that 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 like oh if i'm if i'm dipping into the same well of ideas or concepts themes whatever that like i'm not that i'm that i'm getting stuck you know but it's but as you said like no i'm just doing different things to some of the base ingredients finding new insights or ways into the words or the ideas or like finding new ways to kind of fuck with them or like expand upon them with like you know different uh you know whatever's going on 
both in your individual life and um, the 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 world. I mean, I, I um, yeah, 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 uh, and or or even just like repeating it word for word does. Yeah, right. You think I would know this with with doing poetry oh yeah there's a thing called a refrain and it <laughs> you're not being repetitious when you use a refrain you know <laughs> you're actually doing something hopefully <laughs> yeah that's just song and 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 poetry just... yeah yeah it's 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 so funny there's all these little mental traps with writing right mm -hmm. um where yeah, you're like constantly fighting yourself. Maybe this is just me, but you're constantly fighting oh, yourself. Oh, yeah. Team, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you lose really hard and sometimes you win big, right? But, <laughs> um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, it, that's why I sort of like, a lot of the time I just try to give in to like gremlin energy, right? Oh, this, yeah. this book has huge gremlin energy. That's my official, <laughs> that's my official advertising language. <laughs> Do you want to read a book of poems with gremlin energy? Yes, wholeheartedly. Book. <laughs> if, if you um, took a book of poetry and slapped gremlin energy on it, I'd buy it in a heartbeat. Like... Uh, I should've, we should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs>